Reason for return, reconstructive surgery. To whom it may concern, Lieutenant Ackland sustained serious head and facial injuries during an attack on his scimitar RV. He has fractures of the left superorbital, zygomatic and maxilla. His wounds have been cleaned and all foreign material, dead and burnt tissue, removed. Pressure monitor readings of the patient's brain and arterial flow show nothing significant, although the severity of the patient's injuries suggest brain damage is likely. An immediate CAT scan is recommended. He has an open wound on the left side of his face, a 2 cm wide, 0.5 cm deep, 10 cm long avulsion, caused by the splitting and cauterizing effects of hot shrapnel. Muscle and nerve damage is extensive, and his left eye is beyond repair. An antibiotic regime was introduced on admission, and temporary dressings applied to the open wound to prevent infection. When Charles Ackland regained consciousness, he was lying on his back, staring up at a moving ceiling, and a bell was ringing loudly. An alarm? He tried to raise his head, but a hand descended on his chest, and a woman's disembodied face loomed over him. He watched her lips move, but couldn't make out what she was saying over the insistent clamour of the alarm. Fleetingly, another woman, slender and dark-haired, appeared in his line of vision. There were tears in her eyes. Ackland had no idea who she was, but his instinctive reaction was dislike. He started to experience sensations. A jolt as the trolley crossed a threshold. The tightening of stretcher straps as his body shifted. A low ache at the back of his jaw. A stabbing pain that knifed up his neck. A puzzled reaction that only one of his eyes was open. With a sense of dread, he knew he was awake, with no idea who he was, where he was, or what had happened to him. Subsequent awakenings increased his dread. He came to understand that the ringing was inside his head. It grew more bearable with each return to consciousness, but he couldn't hear what was said by the faces that stared down at him. Their mouths opened and closed, but nothing reached him. Time was meaningless. He couldn't tell how often he drifted in and out of consciousness, but a slow anger burned inside him as threads of insight began to knit together. Something cataclysmic had happened. He was in hospital. The talking heads were doctors, but they weren't helping him, and they couldn't see he was awake. The dark-haired woman was always there, weeping, but he knew intuitively that the tears were for show, not for him. He hated the smell of her, and the touch of her hand on his skin. He felt he should recognize her. He knew his father before he knew her. Recognition of the tired-looking man who hovered at the edges of his vision came like an electric shock. In the same moment, he knew who the woman was and why her touch repulsed him. Other memories flooded back. He recalled his name. Charles Ackland. Occupation. Lieutenant. British Army. Last deployment. Iraq. Charles! Wake up, Charles! Fingers pinched the skin on his hand. Come on, there's a good boy. Wake up now. He opened his eye. A middle-aged nurse was bending over him. I heard you. You've had an operation and you're in recovery. If all goes well, you'll be returned to your own bed this afternoon. The nurse held up a black, plastic, egg-shaped object. 
I'm going to put this in your right hand. Tell me if you feel it. Yes. Good man. She placed his thumb on a button at the top. Push that if you need me. You're a lucky fellow. If God hadn't given you a skull like a rhinoceros, he wouldn't have survived. Do you remember what happened? He shook his head. Okay, I'll ask someone to explain to you. She patted his hand again. But don't worry, love. Time passed and nothing happened. The nurse returned at intervals, and once or twice he attempted to remind her that he needed explanations, but out of stupidity or bloody-mindedness, she refused to understand what he was saying. A scream was circling around his head. He found himself struggling with anger in a way he didn't understand. He counted off the seconds between her visits. Three hundred. Four hundred. When the interval reached five hundred, he put his finger on the button.